Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. This episode gets us back into the Cave of Lencross story. We took a week off last week to share a couple short stories with you. Hope you enjoy those during the cold winter days that we had last week in much of the country. And for those of you that had school off, hopefully you were able to listen to our podcast to pass the time by. I'll turn it over now to Alex to tell you Chapter 4. Chapter 4. The Reunion. Please don't hurt us, Sam and Roberto said. Guys, I thought I would never see you again, Noah said with a surprised look on his face. We didn't think we would see you either, Sam said, still amazed that he was looking right into the eyes of his cousin he thought he would never see again. We came to take you home, Roberto said. No, Noah said, taking a step back from them. Why not, said Roberto. Because I have to save this cave first, said Noah. The people and things that live here need me. For what, Sam said. To save them from a deadly Krillis that lives here, said Noah almost in a whisper. Noah, you can't kill a Krillis, Sam said. We even figured out one attacked you by looking at the prints that it made on the ground. But we also figured out something saved you. Yeah, said Noah. It was Fido a furred. What's a furred? Roberto asked. Something that turned out betraying me, Noah said clearly not into the subject. Oh, said Roberto, but was it big? Yes, said Noah. It was very big. Tell us about your adventures, Sam and Roberto said, eager to hear what happened. So Noah told them all about his adventures in the cave of Lencross, and decided he wanted to go get some more sleep before he lured Fraser the Krillis out of the cave. Before he went to bed, though, he introduced Kinzo to Sam and Roberto. It turned out Sam, Roberto, and Kinzo liked each other. Noah went to his bed and fell asleep, thinking about Sam and Roberto and what it was like at their house. He felt homesick now. Noah woke to the sound of beating drums in unison. He wondered if it was his dreams and slapped himself. Turns out it wasn't. Noah quickly got out of his bed and saw Sam, Roberto, and Kinzo looking out of the window with horrified faces. This is worse than I thought, Sam said, while Noah peeked out the window, only to find a few of Fraser's trolls marching right towards their shack. This is bad, Noah said to the team. No kidding, said Roberto with fear in his eyes. We have to get out of here, but not through the front door, said Kinzo, looking up at Noah with hope of finding an exit. I guess we just run, said Noah. Run! Sam yelled, and the team ran as fast as they could to the back of the shack and found a tiny hole just big enough to fit Roberto in, and they all piled in together. They were all crawling towards the exit out of the hole when a rock fell from both sides and blocked the exit. I'm claustrophobic, said Sam, while his voice shook and breathing was shortened. Oh no, said Noah, we have to find a way out. Yes, said Roberto, looking scared as well. Well, you're not getting away from us! said a troll who smashed through the top of the trap. Ah! yelled the team. Help! But the team was stuck, and they were all put in cages as the trolls who carried them laughed and so they slowly moved towards Fraser's cave. Noah got a good look at the troll as he carried them toward Fraser's cave. He saw that the troll was huge in size and had big teeth, but obviously a small brain based on the way it acted. Noah shook the bars of the cages, but realized... There was no point. He was going to die in Fraser's cave by Fraser himself. 
Noah felt hopeless, except for the fact that he had his dagger still. His dagger! Maybe he still had hope after all! Noah made a face, looking hopeless again, so that the trolls didn't know he was happy about something. Noah's dagger was the only hope that Noah had now. The four trolls that had carried the group were only servants of Fraser the Krillis. Noah thought he might be able to shoot all the trolls with his beam of light from the dagger. Noah shot out the beam at the first troll that held Roberto, and the troll dropped the instant the beam hit him. The other trolls were dumb enough to realize that the beam came from Noah. They dropped their cages, including Noah, and ran to the troll that dropped dead. This gave Noah time to shoot another troll that looked as if it were guarding. The same thing happened, and all the trolls dropped dead. The troll that held Noah captive saw Noah shoot him. The troll lunged at Noah, but only got stabbed. This was not the end of the troll yet, though, for this troll opened the cage, and Noah fell into the troll's mouth. Oh. Noah was gone. Noah! The rest of the team screamed, No! The group tried tackling the troll, but the troll was huge, and they only grabbed his legs as he shook them off. But while the troll was distracted, Noah was dying inside of the troll's stomach. Troll's stomach acid was dissolving Noah's skin as he tried cutting open the troll's stomach. He rushed all the way to the troll's intestines, where it were quickly being digested. The troll now felt a pain in his stomach where Noah had cut him. He tried to feel where he was, but the troll felt like it had to poop. A giant piece of dung the size of an average desk came out of the rear end of the troll, and Noah was suffocating in it. He tried to flail, but was running out of air. So he ate through the poop until a tiny hole appeared, and he inhaled and exhaled. Noah hopped out of the troll and said, That was disgusting. And Noah walked all the way back towards the shack with the group following. We need to get back to the shack, said Noah. I agree, said Roberto. I think it's all time for us to take a shower. They all took turns taking a shower. Noah took his first. Seems to smell better, said Sam. I agree, said Kinzo as they all took a couch and fell asleep again. They awoke at different times with Kinzo being the first and Roberto being last. They felt as if there was nothing to do until their brains realized that they all needed to fight Fraser. No one really wanted to fight Fraser today, but Noah still needed training. They knew that Fido would have been the best trainer, but he wasn't really an option now that he was hunting Noah. In fact, Fido could have been working with Fraser right now. At that point, Fraser was working with Fido as Fido walked into the cave. What do you want? Fraser said sternly, knowing this could be a trap. I would like to work with you, Fraser, Fido said, as Fraser had no expression to tell what he thought of Fido. Why do you want to work with me? said Fraser. I think you know where Noah is, and I want to kill him just as much as you do. Ah, said Fraser, but the boy's mine, and you may not kill him. Then what if I captured him and brought him to you? This I will let you do said Fraser as Fraser laughed and told Fido to go find Noah. Ah! Noah yelled. What is it? Kinzo asked. I had a vision of Fido coming right towards us working with Fraser, Noah said. This is bad, said Kinzo, thinking of how angry Fido must be with them right now for destroying his house. This could be a false alarm vision, though, that Fraser had sent through your head to make you scared. True, said Noah. 
But if Fido's coming, he isn't far away. Yes, said Roberto. We have to move. I wouldn't suggest moving at all, yelled Fido, crashing through the shack with his huge body destroying everything in the way. Ah! The group screamed as they tried running backwards, but realized when they turned, the wall was right in front of them. Trapped this time, huh? said Fido. I guess this is the end for you, Noah, said Fido, and laughed his evil laugh. In a flash, Kinzo went right between Fido's legs and out the door, carrying his tiny legs with him. Sorry, Noah, screamed Kinzo, but I don't exactly want to die right now, leaving Noah, Sam, and Roberto to face Fido again, and Noah had already had his dagger sliding to his hand. This concludes Chapter 4, The Reunion, from the Cave of Lencross story. If you enjoyed this story, or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.